Well, well, here we are. All right. We hammered through that. How long did we talk about that for? Still 30 minutes? <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. All right. We'll finish this up, get a snack, and then it's time for the big stuff. All right. Is this going to be like, remember how in Avatar The Last Airbender, there was like, um, like the second, the first half concluding ending where like a bunch of stuff happened and then we got all sad because it didn't go well? Mm. Oh, yeah. Remember, I think they did have like a couple of seasons where like they had, they were setting up to a big first half thing and then it happened and then we went to the second half thing. Hmm. I don't know. Let's find out. So welcome back to another episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. I am your host, Kayla Clover. With me is my co-host, Dara Whitman. Hey, Dara, how's it going? Hi. How, how are we doing on this uh, lovely Saturday or Friday when the video goes up on YouTube? <laughs> we recorded on a Saturday. It's going up on a Friday. Well. Going up. We didn't get Pizza Hut. We did not get Pizza Hut. Spoiler. Uh, but we're still thinking. I'm still thinking about it. God damn it. Hey, there's one three miles away from here. Um, that's not bad. That's not terrible. What if they deliver? Three miles? Why wouldn't you deliver three miles away? I don't know. Well, it's like th- three miles, but it might take longer. It's like in a different town, though. So I don't know. Okay. So, but we are back and we were talking about Gravity Falls still. And we are on season two. And we just about reached the halfway point with episode nine, The Love Guide. And episode 10, Northwest mansion mystery uh alternately titled northwest mansion noir so there's like two okay two titles to it i don't know why uh, i guess it depends on where you are uh but we're going to start off with talking about the love god right now and i know dara uh, you probably love this episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm not going like eh, but yeah Mm. Yeah, I love God. Not my favorite episode. No, not, t- not the worst. No. Also, Love God has one of the funniest scenes in the series in it, though. Um, so you know we can't necessarily fault it for that. But we should probably get started with a synopsis. Yeah, we start off with we have Dipper Mabel, and they are hanging out with the teenagers. Yeah, so they hang out with Wendy, um, Lee, and Nate, who are like those two guys, Tambry and Thompson. Yeah, will do anything for anyone's approval, uh, and they are cloud watching. Um, at the cemetery. So they're just, they're like teenagers. They just want to hang out in the cemetery. Didn't you ever just like lay down in a cemetery? I don't go to many cemeteries. I don't really hang you out never just like chilled out in a, in a cemetery? No, not really. Like laid down and being like, yo, we're laying on dead bodies. Is that, have you done that? I did it once. Okay. But to be fair, mm-hmm. it was like an 1800 ceremony that was really close to my middle school. Oh. And like for Halloween, we would do like a thing there. Mm-hmm. Like a tour guide thing, and then just like to talk about some of the graves there to like help, like it kind of like to make sure that like the cemetery could stay restored because it was old, right? So we were there for that, and we had some time. Yeah. So technically, I'm not that creepy. That's not terrible. No. Well, some people like to hang out in cemeteries. I feel like I don't. I just maybe because I don't know people buried in cemeteries. Well, not true. I know like I don't. A lot of people I know don't get buried in cemeteries. Yeah. The, the teens do. Gravity Falls, it's the hip, hip young thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so as they're cloud watching, they see these hot air balloons. And those are indicative that the Woodstick Festival has come to town. Not Woodstock, but Woodstick, which is like an annual festival that they have in Gravity Falls where all the up, 
hipsters. Hip, hip up and coming uh, Oregon artists go. And just by nature of Oregon, we already know it's full of hipsters. Probably all to filtering be fair, in from hipsters Portland. Do you have some weird food that I kind of always wanted to try? Hipsters are like, well, yeah. they were, weren't they the ones that came up with like avocado toast before that became basic? I think so. That was, that's a very hipstery thing. Um, I like avocado toast actually. So I, I love the names of the the musicians that they rattle through, like uh, scarves and doors, uh, wood green on everything. So that I had a good chuckle mm-hmm. when I first saw that. Dipper says that he has never seen, he's never attended an actual concert. You know, they talk about how everybody is going to go to the the concert, mm-hmm. but as they're talking about that, they hear this strange noise from one of the graves in the cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, so which is a little peculiar so they go over and take a look and they make thompson do it because naturally yeah thompson does it you just go hey thompson do it do it and you're cool Mm -hmm. so thompson looks and he discovers well we break for a interlude there um but when they come back we see it is robbie yeah robbie valentino who's hanging out in the cemetery um and he is still hurting over wendy they broke up like forever ago which is funny. Like, probably in Gravity Falls time, it's probably only been, like, a couple weeks. But for us, it's been forever. Well, for a teenager, it's, like, forever. Yeah. For, for a teenager, too. Probably just a really long time. I thought we were done with Robbie. No. That was, like, the first thing that made me mad. I'm like, I thought we were done with him. <laughs> Number one, Robbie. Um, he's here, and he is, yep, he's still hurting over that breakup and everybody thinks it's kind of pathetic of him. Because it like, is. It's pathetic. And it's like, pathetic. Oh. Yeah, they're not really feeling like, it. Like, I get it, you're 15, but, like, you were kind of a dick. And that's yeah. why she broke She broke up with you, one, because she's Wendy and just kind of... So she does. With, she goes with the flow. But, two, you were trying kind of, like, weird subliminal messaging. Yeah, and you were just, like, you're being weird and, and lying about stuff. And yeah. And, like, you shouldn't appreciate that. And, like, yeah, he probably should be over it by now. Um, So everybody thinks it's weird and awkward, and um, so they, they want to... They don't Go really away. want to hang out with Robbie in the group anymore because he's a douche. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, what's, I'm like, okay. But Mabel, she doesn't see Robbie the asshole. She sees Robbie the tortured soul and she wants to help him. Well, she's wrong. <laughs> I love her. Yes. But, but in this entire episode, she is wrong. Oh, yeah. No, this is, it's, it's very weird. This is like, like a... Like, not, Dipper's right and Mabel's wrong. Yeah. And we're kind of... Where it leaves us at the end is kind of an, in an interesting position. No, it's um, not. Uh- <laughs> but we'll we'll talk about it. So, Mabel... I'm already looking for the description of, of um, the YouTube video, which is me saying that I loved it or just, like, seeing my pain. There, yep. There's favorite episode. But Mabel, she, you know, she wants to get Robbie back on his feet. She thinks that she is some kind of guru because she's an expert matchmaker no she's um, but she's not though she yeah she claims responsibility for uh seuss and melody which i think seuss handled that one good point melody um, was back for a little bit yeah we saw melody for a second you asked about her before but yeah they're they're skyping but like she didn't do that yeah and then uh and she also married uh waddles and gompers no but that was without consent and, du- and duct tape <laughs> duct tape it makes any relationship work um <laughs> So, but now they have been dubbed Wompers. Uh, it's great. But Wendy thinks that that Robbie is a uh, lost cause. So, He's but, not a lost cause. He just needs to go to college. He just needs to, like, get over himself. Um, he, needs to, he needs to grow up a little bit. I mean, he's, 15, he's a 15-year-old. It's true. So, you know, maybe, you know, turn 20. Yeah. Just, go to college. Mm-hmm. 
You'll be fine. It's fine. But for our B plot, I think you might appreciate this a little more. That was um, fun. Uh, Stan, not a fan of hipsters. He doesn't. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like their balloons, their uh, <laughs> their bikes, and their their folk singing, and their kale eating. Their kale eating. Have he- you ever had kale? Sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm just wondering. I like kale. I'm not a, it's like, you need it with something else, honestly. Yeah. Like, a good kale salad. Have you ever had the Costco kale salad? No. Very good. Would recommend. So, and kale chips. I like kale chips. I never had kale chips. Kale chips are good. Um, I think, like, the first time I had it, I was, like, at a brunch, and, like, I mixed it with, like, a potato thing, and that was pretty good. Hmm. I think kale's really good for you, though, isn't it? I think it's one of the super few foods that's, like, Yeah. That was, I think, a hipster thing. Like, I'm fine with, like, kale, kale, not, like, as, like, your main base for a salad, Mm -hmm. but maybe, like, kale and some spinach and then a nice, like, dressing, Mm -hmm. some other good salad stuff. Yeah. That's good. But, um, Gravity Falls. So, uh, Stan does not like the hipsters, but Seuss, who's who's helping him, uh, sees, you know, wants them to view them as a potential, um, you know, way to make money. He's not wrong. So since he's he's business minded here, I like him. So instead of thinking of them as your enemy, think of them as potential customers. Um, so Stan decides that maybe they can appeal to the youth with a Mystery Shack themed balloon Ooh. at the at the festival. So we'll see. But meanwhile, Ma- Mabel wants to help Robbie, so she goes to his house, and uh, which is a funeral home. <laughs> Because his parents, the Valentinos, his parents run the uh, the local funeral Although home. Although technically, I don't think funeral homes and cemeteries are in the same place. Um, they're probably close. Are they? I think Depends. with like, the few funerals. Depends. I think with, like, with the funerals I've been to, they weren't that close. I, I think it depends on a few. For a small town like Gravity Falls. That's fair. They're probably like close together. Yeah, all the um, ones I've been in are like around. So we meet Mr. and Mrs. Valentino, who are just like... <laughs> <laughs> who have this really like grave sense of they're hilarious they're like they bubbly are. they're chipper um they have a funny sense of humor uh especially about death they just they think they Hop think death is hilarious <laughs> um and i love when they compliment mabel's sweater and say it would look good on mrs so-and-so's remains like mm-hmm. it's stuff like that they you, you wouldn't expect them to be a robbie's parents i also wouldn't expect a dead body Oh yeah, well, they they're in the um living room and they're offering mabel some snacks and they just like put the plate on a, a dead you know just an open casket <laughs> it's Kid fine show? it's a kid show kid oh, show um death is hilarious so mabel's very surprised to find that those are robbie's parents because uh you know he thinks she was raised by like emo wolves or something but he goes to meet robbie and says that you know he, she thinks that he can find um him you know like a new girlfriend or and- you know not yeah, uh, he wants. She wants to set him up with somebody. She wants to help him get over Wendy, and he's not really like a fan. Like he's not really a fan of you know any any of the Pines family really. So he doesn't really want much to do with it. But she but ends like, up convincing it, him. It wasn't his. I mean, Dipper a little bit, but like Robbie was still also a douche. Yeah, yeah. But Mabel does manage to convince him to, to help set her set him up. So, but like with who? Mm-hmm. Nah, that's the question. Mm. Who's he gonna do it with? Mabel tries to think of somebody. She she kind of is carefully plotting, trying to find people. You know, have to have like the right age, have to have kind of a similar personality. 
who could it be? And there's not a lot of people in Gravity Falls, so really the the closest person that she can think of is Tambri, mm-hmm. who is one of the, the teenage friends who is obsessed with her cell phone. Mm-hmm. She's always texting, always posting on the social medias, and, you know, she just kind of doesn't seem interested in anything. And maybe that's maybe that's the kind of person that Robbie needs. Um, so Mabel tries to set Robbie up on a date, on a blind date with Tambri, um, sends like a text telling Tamri to come like from her secret admirer. Even though they're all getting ready for the concert. Even though they are, they are all getting ready for the concert. Um, and Dipper is trying to devise a way to ha- help uh, Thompson sneak in some food. Which so. was the dumbest. Yeah. Do we, do we not talk about that right now? Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it is the dumbest. They just like tape him and then he's going to like put a shirt over it. That's like the, God, oh, that also pissed me off. I'm like, there are girls in the group and they have, and they usually carry around bags. It's true. You sneak in food by putting the food in the bag. Do they do the bag check though? Or do they take the food out? It didn't look check? like they were. Yeah, true. It's Gravity Falls. Um, it's an interesting place. They don't do bag checks, so uh, yeah. But uh, so at the, the diner, the date doesn't really end up well. Because they, uh, they're not interested in each other, Mabel. They're not in each other. Uh, Robbie thinks that dating somebody you know is basically hitting rock bottom. Didn't he uh, date Wendy though? I don't. I don't think they really like knew knew each other. I don't think were they were they like, in close. the same friend group though. Yeah, I don't really know how that worked. So like, he's a hypocrite. Absolutely. Well, we put it past him, and Tambri thinks you know Robbie's kind of pathetic. So because he is there, but here we finally meet um, one of the performers. Of the Woodstick Festival, which is somebody going by the name of the Love God. Yeah, um, I kind of liked him. I'm not gonna Love, lie. Love God is funny. He, uh, you know, he's just like this big old dude, and he's just like he just he's kind of a laid back, um, and he's you know helping people fall in love. So that's what he does. He like kind of comes their, into the against diner. their will. <laughs> yeah, kind of. He well, he's a, a matchmaker type. So I think he's his whole thing is he just wants to set people up with people. There's a difference between a uh, matchmaker and like uh, forcing people against their will to date somebody who they probably weren't gonna date. Like a matchmaker is like, hey, you guys have similar stuff. You guys have similar stuff. Go on, like here, see how it works. Right. If it doesn't work. You're good. Yeah. Matchmaker's kind of like forcing them to think that they're in love. Right. Love God seems like he knows enough what he's doing to that he's not forcing things, but who knows? Ah, uh, okay. Maybe. Except maybe. I want, I want to believe. Okay. But also he does, also I think he just likes his power because he just goes, pew, pew, and people are falling in love I mean, he seems kind of chill, so like I'm going to assume that you're right. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm fine with, like, two people, like, who are, like, already into each other and then he's a little bit of magic to, like, give them that boost. Right. Which hopefully that's exactly what he's doing. Yeah. But Mabel shouldn't have that power. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Oh. So, uh, but Mabel, you know, she's like, you're such a great matchmaker. What do you do? And he's like, well, I'm actually, like, a love god. He's like, a cupid. He's, he's, a, he's a cherub. Um, that's how he refers to himself. And he uses love potions. Oh, that made me think of Night at the Museum again. <laughs> With the Gemini's brothers? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, um, That's really funny. But see, what are the, see, that'd be funny if, like, I was in the movie and then the, the cherubs came in and made you fall in love with Sexy Mummy. Don't do that. That would be bad. Uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you can cut that out. I was just thinking about that. I'm thinking about Robin Malik again. Aw, uh, uh, that's fine. Anyway. But Mabel wants in on this love potion thing. But Love God is, you know, no can do, doesn't want to. But she man- manages to steal one because he... <laughs> Uh, because you know he's he's all about that. Free Is he like he's ma- all about he, that free leaven? Was he like macking on somebody? He was macking on somebody. Okay. Yeah. He. Yeah. It sounded like she was okay with the dude. So okay. 
Everybody loves Love God. He, well, he comes in. Everybody's like freaking out. They're like, oh my God, it's him. I wonder so, if that, love I, don't, I, love. I feel like that's just because he's a cherub. He just automatically exhumes like sexy pheromones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he just gives off that irresistible vibe. Mm. The guy knows what love's about. So Mabel adds it to Robbie and Tamri's fries and they fall in love with each other. Uh, yeah. And then when Mabel goes to tell everybody like, hey, great news. Robbie and Tambry, they're a thing now. Nobody reacts well to it. Because it wasn't a good idea. Because it was a bad match. Well, one, and you also force two people who weren't into each other to date against their will. Yeah. Well, so here's how the cookie crumbles. Because Nate, one of the well, those two guys, uh, he says that Robbie knows he likes Tambry. Lee, who is like BFFs with Nate, is upset that, you know, Nate never told him that he liked Tambry. And then Wendy is... Thinks it's typical of Tambry to date her ex behind her back. Uh, and all of them get mad and go off. And uh, Thompson gets mad because he has worked so hard to keep this friend group together at his own expense. I feel like if you're working that hard to keep a friend group together, then they're not actually friends. Yeah, well, like, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Well, I feel like teens are hard to, to keep friends. Mm. They got so much drama. Oh, that's true. They're like... They, they all turn on each other in the drop of a hat sometimes. Um, th- teenagers. You know, Thompson is is mad, and Dipper says, you know, that he told Mabel not to, to go messing with it. So Mabel realizes that instead of making everybody happy, she has made everybody miserable and yes. has to figure out a way to um, undo the effects of this love potion. Yes, Mabel, it was your fault. Mm-hmm. So then we go to the Woodstick Festival. Hooray! Um, and everybody's still kind of mad. You know, they don't really want to enjoy everything. Why wouldn't you still want to go to the fest? Like, go to the go to the festival. Yeah, you got tickets. Yeah, go in. But uh, Robbie and Tambria are there, and they're being gross PDA things with you know teenagers. They- I mean, they're kind of just like wrapped around. I love I love that. <laughs> I love Dipper's line because I think about it all the time. And he's being like, oh, they're doing that annoying uh, couple hug walk. <laughs> uh, it's funny. I just think about that line sometimes. Do you um, get annoyed with that? It's like, I just remember people. Do, it's like, I remember, I remember I just that. Think about, I just think every time I see it now, I just think about that I like, just this remember, episode. I remember that a lot at summer camp. Like, you know, people, two people were like into each other. And by into each other, I mean 15-year-old summer camp love. That's uh, summer loving. Had me a blast. You know, some are loving. Sometimes they don't Happens end. So sometimes they don't end that well, though. Or like they're on and off. Like I knew a couple of people who were like they were like on in the summer, and then they tried to stick it out until like at the end, like to like for a while after they left camp. Yeah. And then they did it, and then by the time that like camp started up again, they were back together. Oh, it's too much for me. Oh, man, that's too much. <laughs> as long as they all grew as humans, it's fine. <laughs> that annoying couple hug walk. Uh, I just, I still think about that line. Um, so, but they, so Dipper and Mabel, you know, seeing that everybody is crazy, they want to go and find the love God to get an anti-love potion. And I love when the, the love God pops out <laughs> with his groupies and you're like, so three-way? Oh. It's a three-way. Okay. Yeah, we see like a random female character. Then we see a Tyler cute biker and you're like, all right, I guess this is what. All right. We're, all right. All right. So, but they are able to um, steal an anti-love potion from the love god and a chase ensues because he doesn't want them messing with love because, you know, that's his thing and they don't know what they're doing. That is, Um, again, accurate. Yeah. Um, And so they they kind of... uh, I mean, I think if they could have said to him, like, yo, I'm sorry that I... They said, yo, I'm sorry I took your potion, but I screwed something up. Can you use your anti-love to fix it? Right. 
Maybe. But also maybe he would have been like, hey, it's your, you dug your grave, you got to lie in it kind of thing. That's also fair. Um, As it is, kind of like the, like the love, like what does summer love mean? Is that like it's going to like, you spray them in June and then it'll wear off by August? Maybe. Maybe it's like just, yeah, it takes some time. And then there's like love of country music. <laughs> love of country music. Yeah. I don't like country music. I don't. Really? Uh, I, I don't. You said you like Old Town Road though. Uh, that's true. Like occasional country songs I'm fine, but country is a genre I don't like. There's a couple songs like I can handle, but um I like as that. a genre I don't. I mean I like I mean I like Johnny Cash a lot. Okay, yeah, the old school like classic country. Yeah. Like I respect it, but like the new the new like country that sounds like No, no, the, the new the, the, most of the new stuff is crap. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. like your Johnny Cash is in your other people who I can't think of their names. No, like old school country, yeah. I have a deep respect for. Um, new school country where it's like rock but terrible um, is no. awful. So the love god is able to, he uses kind of like a spell or whatever to show Mabel the visions of heartbreak past. Um, and so where all the people she has had crushes on uh, appear to try to get that potion away from her. I was going to say like I was surprised I didn't have Gideon, but then I'm like, oh wait, she never had a crush on Gideon. Right. Gideon had a crush yeah. on her. She, yeah, she was never really into him. We got Mermando. Uh, so, yeah, we get to see Mermando, uh, Gabe the puppet guy, eh. uh, Norman several times, and also the guy from the $10 bill. <laughs> uh, no, Al- Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton, yeah. Just Alexander Hamilton just shows up. It's you know fun. what I mean? Funny, I guess like if Alexander Hamilton for some reason talked and they got Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah, I, well, I think this episode came out before Hamilton was a thing. So, oh, yeah. 2013. Yeah. That's, okay. But um, What was Hamilton? I don't remember. Well, a few years after that, I think. Okay, well. But it would have been very funny. It would have been. In retrospect. So... You know, the love god gets the love potion. But in the meantime, one of the funniest scenes, I think, in the show happens. Yeah. Which is um, Stan and Seuss are, are building this balloon. Um, it's very terribly made, though. Like, it's, it's you know. It's, it's Yeah, it's a cheap and it's a safety hazard. Um, so the idea is to create this balloon that says, I heart kids, as a way for the Mystery Shack to appeal to the younger generation to get mm-hmm. them to come in and buy things. Um, but as the balloon goes up, a couple of the letters fall down, the thing catches on fire, and then over the festival comes uh, the balloon with Stan's face that reads, I eat kids. <laughs> Giant ball. <laughs> and, like, it was a creepy balloon to begin with. Is the balloon going to eat his mommy? Oh, yes, Charlie. That's the funny <sighs> thing. It's like, it's not moving that fast, and I'm like, y'all could have moved. Uh, and it, what's what's the line um, that I think is funny? It's, uh, hold on. It's one of the one of the uh, people at the festival say it's uh, it's heaven's punishment for our terrible taste in everything. You don't have terrible taste in everything. You got weed. <laughs> so, but yeah, well, hip, well, but the, just specifically hipster culture is terrible. There's, there must be some stuff in it. Like flannel, isn't that hipster? That's not bad. I mean, I think the lumberjacks did it first. It's fair. So I think they just stole everything from everybody, right? Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's just they're they're insufferable. Um, I think it's just because like they they think that they can like they're like they don't think they need to work mm-hmm. or they think they're better than everybody else. Yeah, even though like they they don't actually do much to help society. Right. I think that's the problem. Word. Um, we just got, we're gonna get a comment saying like I'm a hipster. I'm a hipster. So that's not that's What not, have you contributed to society? That's not a hipster voice. Like, dude, I'm a hipster, and, like, I don't appreciate I'm, that I'm much. I'm a hipster, and, like, I'm writing this from a I coffee shop in Portland. I constantly eat 
avocado toast and oh and drink right. black coffee. <laughs> just black coffee, which is gross. Uh, man. Um, We're gonna get so much hipster hate. Bring it. <laughs> so uh but yeah, so the balloon comes, it's terrifying, it scares everybody, and it crashes on top of the, the love god, so they are able to get to get the anti-love potion. Um and Mabel goes to uh she like <laughs> so just one hit to the back of the head and I'll take care of everything. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh that's a little dark. But before she can do that, Raleigh comes up to her and, and really thanks her for everything that she's done. You know, he says that he he's happy. And he's not used to being happy. Mm. Um, and Mabel kind of contemplates. She's like, well, maybe I shouldn't mess with things. Maybe we should just leave it as is. And, you know, and Dipper asks, well, what will happen to the friend group? And Mabel says it'll work itself out. And it ends up working itself out. You know, upon uh, uh, ridiculing Thompson as, you know, as a thing that they do. You know, because Thompson does something. He gets, like, caught by security. And it's funny and, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And everybody, you know, everybody laughs and then they kind of get along so as easily as teenage friend groups come apart they're so easily put back together it's still based off the romance is based off a lie yes and manipulating people and it might wear off eventually and then robbie's gonna be depressed again so maybe you still ruined everything you probably should have just sprayed him yeah yeah so uh and and we kind of end there except we have the photo uh montage of waddles and gompers wedding um and the song is really funny it's like an old it feels like an old sitcom song so, uh, Dara, what do you think and of this episode? Well, I know it's funny. You, I think you mentioned before in an earlier episode how you really don't like love potions. I don't like people. I don't like love that's based on like a fake like potion thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it if it's like based off a lie. That's also stupid, right? But like, you know, I don't know. There's just something about like a love potion where like it feels like you're forcing somebody into like like this kind of thing without their consent, right? And like, I mean, like, yeah, I just. Don't like it. And then, like, I guess, like, Mabel learns a lesson, but, like, she's still, man- she's still keeping something that she manipulates, like, that she right. forces on to people. Yeah, this is an episode with a really iffy message to it because she messes with stuff, but then she doesn't undo it. She keeps some of it, and it's, like, it feels something about it is not disingenuous per se, but it, it doesn't feel quite right. So this is an episode with a really spotty message. It could even be a thing of, like, she hits them with the anti-love potion, and then they, like, still remember that they had a good day together, and then maybe they still date right that would have been fine right Cause, yeah because it would have been like a yeah. yeah like that's that would be interesting if like two people like were in a lot like got, for some reason took a love potion and, you know did some lovey-dovey stuff together it wore off and then they were like i didn't mind that yeah so this episode i feel like this is mabel at her worst because mabel yeah. her her biggest flaws is that she can't leave well enough alone and she wants to she likes to push things and she likes to get involved in people's personal lives i mean we saw that even in, in blendon's game where she you know instead of just being like oh i'll let that be you know wants to get involved in things so this is where she does it and then the you know the consequence at the end we're still it's like a weird yeah like what about spotty. the what about the guy who had a crush on what's her name tim tim berlin tambury Tambury, like yeah. what happens to him right but i mean does he just get over it? yeah and, and it's it's weird and you can say like you know i mean that's that's kind of life you know you kept crushing on people and then does nothing ever happens with it but like it's still it's a weird message and i feel like you know also you don't know when the love potion is gonna wear off is it forever or is it just for like a couple of th- like i know it's just like a general love potion right but you don't know how long it's gonna last yeah so this is like it's a weird it's a weird episode and it's like it, i don't think this is uh, a huge one with the fans. Just you know, this this stuff with Stan is the funniest. Well, I think part. most stuff with love potions, just like with anything, like a love potion kind of episode, mm-hmm. it just kind of feels weird. 
Yeah. Especially if you don't, like, fix it fully. Yeah, yeah, this isn't... Like, I think anything with, like, a Cupid thing is kind of... Unless it's, like, again, kind of what it seems like the love god kind of was, which is just, like, a... I know you two like each other. We're gonna, well, we're going to go with hopefully with him. Is that I know you guys are interested in each other. Let me give you that boost. Right. Yeah. That's how we want to look at it. But or it's, even like a, hey, maybe like you guys have stuff in common. Here you go. No, you don't like each other. Fine. Bye-bye. <laughs> like, those are fine, but. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, uh. It's, uh. Do we, do we want to kind of move on? Like, we want to talk about some trivia and yes. stuff? And just, like, because it's, it's a weird episode, and it's, it's iffy, and, and this is not Mabel at her finest. Um, even though it's a Mabel episode, it's really, it doesn't do well, I think, for her character. Mm-mm. Um, so, let's see, trivia. This is the first Gravity Falls episode to make a premiere broadcast on Wednesday. Although it was released on a Disney XD site, and then some website stuff as a part of Pranksgiving. Let's see. The ending card's cryptogram references Agent Powers and uh, Agent Trigger spying on the family. We'll read that in a second. This is the first episode where Gomper's name is said out loud. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because I've talked about Gompers before, but I guess yeah, this is the first time it's said out loud. And we, it's so funny, the goat is a character that nobody really, it never has like a character moment, really. Um, at least up until this point, we don't really see it. And not in the way that Waddles is very much yeah. a character. Um, Gompers is just like, really more of like a like a prop than Gompers is a character. Yeah. So, but it's just there. It's just really, he's really funny. Let's see. Oh, this is... Uh, so you know the scene in the um, the diner where Love God goes up to uh, an old lady and is like, "See that? See that man over there?" Um, you know, it gives a whole spiel. It's like, you know, he's like made for you. You know, you know what she like. Old man was originally an old woman. So they this so 2013 um, car- cartoons now way more open um, than they were in 2013, even though it was only a, sh- a few short years ago. Um, so in the original storyboard. You see the old, it's two old ladies fall in love Aww. and run off to, with with each other. Yeah, so um but they this this was cut and they had to replace the old lady with old man. Mm. So um We've progressed a bit though, so it's okay. We progressed a lot. I mean, yeah, this this was before this episode came out. Um yeah, this came out a year before Legend of Korra finale. This came out before a lot of the stuff with Steven Universe came out before um, some adventure time stuff where I mean now like finally door has been open for a lot of stuff um with cartoons so i could talk for a long time about that and we won't because it's a long topic so but another instance the so the love god's necklace if you notice he had a uh yeah it was like a man and woman symbol originally it was the transgender symbol so it was a that was another thing that they had to censor so instead of the um transgender symbol they had to just do man woman um, which is which is interesting, and then proof that Disney, uh, you know, not really looking for for progress. Um, they will, yes, they are. If it gives them money, mm-hmm. capitalism. Uh, so yeah, right. It has to. It's uh, don't get me started. That um, I understand. We've talked for a long time, but I that. understand that logic because people like money, and people like people who give them money. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna start. I'm okay. not gonna start. I could do a whole thing anyway. If you want to be talk, if you want to see me talk a little about that, go to our Legend of Korra finale where I, I kind of or leave it. Or leave, if we have for the next time we do a random episode, which probably isn't gonna be for a little while. Yeah, we have, leave it in the comments for a topic, and then we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, let's see. As seen by Mabel's matchmaking figures, Mabel uh, believes um, Dipper and Candy could be a possible future match, as well as Stan Abuelita uh, and Old Man Magaka and a Beaver. <laughs> I think they'd be perfect together. And this- Wait, oh, Dipper and Candy? <laughs> I think I thought that too at one point. I didn't tell you, like, 
some stuff where like I felt like maybe Dipper could end up with them. Yeah. But that was one I thought of. What, that was one of them? And then another one that came up in the next episode. <laughs> I also thought that. Uh, in the cemetery before the opening theme, one tombstone reads R.I.P. 1989 to 1971. <laughs> uh, how does that work? Um, so Because blended blah, blah. <laughs> Let's see. In the cryptograms, one of the cryptograms at the end of the video translates to I eat kids. And then the one at the on the slate at the very end translates to, at the play or at the fair, I always see them standing there, dressed in black, they're on my lawn, but when I turn my head, they're gone. Which is a reference to the, those two agents who have been kind of spying on the folks of Gravity Falls. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So, and that is Love God. Any other comments before we move on? You want to talk about the next episode? I think, you know what? We're just going to put this one to rest, and I think we're going to move on to the next episode. Put in a little coffin. Seal, <laughs> seal it up. Bury it. It's going to stay there. <laughs> All right. So uh, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about uh, episode 10, Northwest Mansion Mystery. Stay tuned. back still talking about gravity falls talking about like season two with episode 10 we are just about at the halfway point of the last season and it's making me sad a little bit but the next episodes are going to be cool so here we are um but this is episode 10 northwest mansion mystery which is also listed as northwest mansion noir mm. um so dara what did you think of this episode it wasn't like clue you thought it was going to be like clue. i thought it was gonna be like clue um i love clue i mean like they were still like murder there was, but it wasn't like, a, let's solve a murder. Yeah. And then we find out that it was, you know, Miss Scarlet in the parlor mm. with a gun. See, my personal favorite is the candlestick. Yeah? Yeah. Ah, uh, I was actually, I was funny back when I was in theater camp, I was actually, we, we had like a video project thing and I was actually, we play, we did like a Clue thing mm. where like we had some campers playing Clue and then a bunch of us were like live action and I got to play Miss Scarlet. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, but then the killer was our uh, the camp director. Oh, I mean, he knew, <laughs> and he played it. He played himself, right? So it was fine. That's funny. That's good. Um, but yeah, no, this isn't necessarily a a murder mystery. This is a long time after the murder, and now that is a ghost, and now the ghost is stirring up. The some ghost trouble. wasn't murdered, though. Technically, uh, yeah. Technically, let's start off with a synopsis. Mm -hmm. So we actually open up on the Northwest Mansion. Mm -hmm. um, so the Northwest family is having a large party, mm -hmm. um, and they are pre preparing. So and Nathan Fillion's back. Nathan Fillion, Nathan Fillion is back, Yay! filling the role of Preston Northwest, which is Pacifica's father. Who's the um, mom? Who uh, probably question. somebody I don't know. It's probably like somebody, somebody. Um, I think I knew this at one point. Somebody who apparently the 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 character the cartoon had some work done on her lips. Yeah, the actual yeah her her mom looks like is somebody who's very like done up. She you know she's a little plastic, had some facelifts. Let's see, Carrie Walgren. Mm. What is she in? Hold on, IMDb. We're only like two minutes in the episode. We're already pulling out IMDb. Feeling good. IMDb, for all your questions. 
<laughs> Who's that voice? IMDb. And while that's loading, we'll keep talking about the episode. So, um, they're setting up for a big fancy party. Yes. I always wonder if, like, actually, like, like rich people fancy parties are actually fun. Mm-hmm. Mainly because I wonder about what kind of food there's going to be. Because, mm. like, what is considered, like, fancy food? A lot of hors d'oeuvres. Little finger foods, like little finger I sandwiches. Like, I do like finger foods. Yeah. Like mini quiches. Yeah. And like mini hot dogs, even though I don't eat hot dogs. Yeah. Or like shrimp. I can go for some of that. Mm. I can go for some little finger foods. What else? Um, it's mostly a voice actress. Okay. So I don't see any like stuff that you would know. Okay. Um, but I looked. Okay. Ooh, Carmen Sandiego. Where in the world is she? Hmm. Interesting. Ooh, look at all these. Look at all these voice credits. Hell yeah. Anyway, so back back to. Gravity also, Falls. we were going to keep talking about food, and both of us are very hungry right now, so maybe we shouldn't. We're having a snack after this. It's snack time after this. Um, so you're gonna make me some nice finger food, <laughs> nice cucumber sandwich. Yeah, but so in preparation for this party where there will be finger food, like some we have some floating objects flying around. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like they know that this would be happening and they need this taken care of before the party the next day so there isn't any disturbances. Um, and then Press Northwest has a newspaper. He sees a picture of a dipper fighting a giant bat. When was that? With a police taser. Hey, we don't see all of the all the adventures of Gravity Falls. True, but also why were they? I got like prepping like a dining room, but why was why did Pacific, I thought the, the party was going to happen that night? Yeah, but then they said they twenty four hours, and I'm like, then why are you? They just were feeling fancy. Oh, oh yeah, and we see um we see kind of the relationship that Pacifica has with her parents of how she she had a dress that she really liked, but mm-hmm. they said it didn't fit the theme of the party, so they made her go change it, and they have a bell that they use to kind of command her, which is like messed up. So they're good parents. They're great parents. Uh, so, but back at the Mystery Shack, Dipper is there and he's preparing for a marathon of ghost harassers on the Used to Be About History channel, which is such a good dig that at History channel. That looks like channel. such a fun night. Yeah, dumb show, some cookies, some soda, some pizza. Yeah. That looks like a fun night. Unfortunately, it doesn't last long because there's breaking news, which uh, Mabel, Candy, and Grenda uh, jump in on because it's the Northwest party is the hottest party of the year and anybody who's anybody is going to be there. But they're not going to be able to go inside the party. So what's the fun? It's yeah. So all of the, the common folk just kind of stand outside at, at kind of a glimpse of the luxury while all the, the rich but even like on people, TV, it's not that fun to watch. Yeah. So they have kind of news. It's like an award show. Yeah, exactly. Except we don't actually get to see the award part. Um, oh, but, yeah, this is actually worse than the, the award show. Right. So At least, like, with that, you can, you know. This is all the red carpet and none of the uh, uh, that statues. That is the worst. I hate the red carpet. Yeah, it's not fun. Who are you wearing? It's like, I don't give a shit. I don't care. Here's the thing. My mom's into it. Oh. Okay. Well, yeah. then I'll stop to complain about it for your mom. Because <laughs> she's, she's a very nice lady. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Mabel... Uh, Candy and Grenda, they, you know, they're kind of geeking out over it. You know, they like the idea of, like, the glamour, the glitz and glamour. And, you know, they kind of envy Pacifica. Mm-hmm. But Dipper says that, you know, don't you remember that she's terrible? He's, she's terrible. And he's like, I'm not just saying that. I would say that to her face. And to which And I was Pacifica, like, wait, no, you would. And I'm like, oh, so you wouldn't, obviously. And so, then, so Pacifica knocks on the door. Uh, he answers and <laughs> tells her she's the terrible. Worst. And then, the worst. And I'm like, good job. <laughs> which is hilarious. Great. Yeah, that was a great moment. Really, really good good timing there. But Pacifica has come because she is recruiting Dipper to help uh, rid the ghost of the, the Northwest Mansion. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and Dipper says he will. He initially disagrees, but after some convincing from Mabel, agrees that he will do it only if Mabel, uh, Candy, and Grenda get invitations to the party. I love how he doesn't even, he's like, I don't care. Just give them three invitations to go. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't even want to be at the party. He's like, whatever, I don't care. So he does end up going to the party. All of them kind of show up. It's, uh, the Northwest Mansion is huge. Mm -hmm. It is, it is glamorous. Um, they have quails as their party favors. Question mark? I don't really know why. Why would you want, I know people like quail eggs. You can do that. Yeah, I don't really, I try not to think about it. Why they just give them live birds. So they have, I mean, I would be, I'm terrified already of the house. Mm -hmm. I don't want a quail. Yeah. Well, I always want, you always like wonder like, with like those like really nice effects, like award shows, like don't they sometimes get like. They get some good stuff. Yeah. I don't want an animal. Why would you want an animal? I don't, rich people are weird. No, but they usually give away like iPods or iPods, iPhones. That's fine. Rich people. Are weird. Also, why would you want an like? Why would you give away an iPhone? I just realized that. Why would you give away an iPhone? Because you got to set it up with a service. Uh, you probably gift it to somebody. Okay, gift it, gift it to like, gift it to somebody's mom or something. But yes, the the Northwest Mansion is. They also have like a cider fountain. They have a yeah. That looks delicious. And butlers. They have fancy people with fancy men. And it's, uh, I love, I love when they first walk in and, uh, there's a glue gun still on Mabel's dress because they, because they made their dresses, which is great. Make your own dresses. That's badass. So let's see. Dipper kind of undertakes his, his ghost hunting job. Mm -hmm. Uh, but first he has to get dressed all fancy. Mm -hmm. Um, cause you know, it's a partay. That's amazing. Why do you think they're just so fancy? I get, eh, okay, whatever. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Dipper is kind of, he doesn't really, he's not into this kind of rich people scene. Uh, so. I like that the people, like, I mean, I, I don't know if, it's like one of the things like you, I want, you don't want to experience like once. Mm -hmm. Like that was always my thing of like, if like I ever got to, like, if I was ever like an actor, actress, like was into award to like, I go once mm -hmm. for the experience and then right. probably never again. Right. Like you're doing it. We're good. All right. We can go now. So or I'm if not, I was nominated for something, I would only go if I was nominated. That's, do you want to dress up though? Sure. Yeah? If I was nominated. Probably get good food. Yeah. I like the Golden Globes looks like fun because then you just get drunk. Hell yeah. Get wasted. Uh, rich people wasted. So Dipper's kind of walking around with Pacifica. You know, Dipper, it's it's funny because Irrational Treasure was a long time ago, but we, you know, Dipper hasn't let go of the fact that Northwest Family is all a lie. Like, they, yeah. they were based off this idea of them being the founders of Gravity Falls, but that's not the case. And even when it was revealed, they still have money, so nobody really cares yeah. that they are frauds, which I think is, is really interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I think the big thing was just, like, like Pacifica was mean to Mabel. And, you know, you don't do that. Right, yeah. And Dipper, you know, he always has Mabel's best interest in mind. Yeah. In, in the end, sometimes it takes a little while to get there. So um, at the party, the kind of our B plot here is Mabel, Candy, and Grenda. Um, they are trying to agree that they will not pursue um, any of these cute boys because they're out of their league. No, I specifically, just, I thought it was Marius von Fadavada. Yeah. yeah, specifically this uh, a young Baron from Austria whose name is Marius von Fundhauser. He did have nice hair. He did have very nice hair. Um, so you know they they want to flirt with him, but you know they're like, oh, he's out of our league, so let's agree not to. Um, but then eventually. Candy and Mabel decided, like, um, let's, let's tag team them. 
because and Grenda's a little aggressive, so they they don't really want to include her. Also, they're distracted by a chocolate fondue fountain and yes. then a cheese fondue fountain. But they but Candy keeps mixing them. I'm like, chocolate and cheese are both great, but you don't mix them. Yeah, you don't really mix those two. But she's yeah, she's stuck in the so like get a slice sweet, of get a slice loop. of bread, get a marshmallow. How? Now I want fondue. <laughs> you ever been to the melting pot? Uh, no. It's like a fondue place. I don't know if they have cheese fondue. I only went there and I got chocolate fondue. They probably have cheese. Probably. I think I'd imagine. I think the one time I went there, I got like a brownie and I dipped it in chocolate. Yo. But it's not like a fountain. So much. It's not a fountain. It's just like you dip it. Also, one year for my birthday, the food for dinner was fondue. Nice. It was fun. It's a good birthday. But uh, Dipper and Pacifica go to the room with the most uh, ghost ghostly activity mm-hmm. and you know it's it's a room with a lot of uh like taxidermy and you know you know hunting trophies yeah. i guess we could say and there's a giant painting of a uh like a lumberjack over yeah. the fireplace so dipper kind of suspects that this is probably like uh so in the journal ghosts are ranked from a one category to one to ten uh he says you know if they're just kind of throwing some plates around it's probably category one nothing really to worry so like about casper Yes, like Casper level ghosts. Maybe not as friendly. So he's like, I got some holy water. We're just going to throw it. He says anointed water, not holy water, but it's holy water. Yeah. Um, and so he's thinking of he's just going to throw on the ghost. Everything is good. But here's the thing. It's a little scarier than that. We're looking at a little higher category here. because And all the, the kids get traumatized. Absolutely traumatized. The lumberjack from the painting disappears. Um, the you know lights are going out. Um, so the taxidermy, there's all the taxidermy animals on the wall start like bleeding from their orifices. How did they get away with that? I have no idea. Like they can't. You can't even like fake that. That's like something else. I think this is the point. We reached the point in the series where they censors like, have given up. They're like fuck it. They're like fuck it. They're not going to listen to us. Just do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know what we censored gays we're tired now just have the blood um <laughs> thank you or by the way thanks that, disney for your weird standards i actually like i learned this thing of like on television like the darker the blood the more okay it is yeah this is very dark yeah, yeah. so maybe um so but no they're bleeding from their orifices and they start chanting in these deep voices ancient sins ancient sins and I'm like, okay okay so like that's fine right Everything's fine. So then we realize that this is not a category one the ghost. This is a category ten. How do you handle that? Uh, run. No, pray for mercy. Pray for mercy. Oh yes. Yeah. In the journal, in the black light, it says, like, "Solve, pray for mercy." Yeah. Zipper's like, really? So that. Uh, so then they. Uh, so the ghost says that he smells the northwest, and and they. Uh, so I'm like, well, oh, the northwest people did something bad. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. So it sounds like the northwest family has. Uh, some blood on their hands. A little bit. And they have some ancient sins that they need to atone for. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. Some of the, the guests that arrive is... One of the guests is the uh, the mayor of Gravity Falls, who we haven't really Who's 102? He's 102, Mayor Befufflefumpter. Okay. Okay, who's followed around... Who is so old and close to death that he is followed around by vultures. Does he actually do anything? I mean... So he was the mayor when all the, when like, the, I mean, obviously when the crazy stuff happened, yeah. but like, how old would he have been? Like, uh, still old. Like he was, so he was the mayor when like in 1982? Uh, yeah. Is he aware of anything? I have no idea because he's very old and kind of senile. So, um, I'm not sure. 
yeah, we'll see what happens with that. But we just kind of saw him. It's, like, like, it's been so late in the series. They're like, oh, yeah, there's, there is a mayor to this town, He's I like guess. the face of Bo. Um, mm, mm-hmm. That's it. Is that a Doctor Who yeah. reference? I like vaguely know that character. Um, <laughs> Do you? you? I, I, saw, I saw one episode. Which I, one? I've, seen, I've, only, I've literally only seen two episodes of Doctor Who, and it, well, it was the first two episodes of a Tenant's run. Um, so I think the face makes a, just like a brief, like five second appearance in the, in the one episode. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. See, I, I no, know. I was wondering like how much you knew of the, about the face of Bo and the answer is not that much. Um, I think I might know something else, but I don't want to say in case I'm wrong. So, um. You can tell me when we stop recording. I'm curious. So we, can we continue? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Gravity Falls. Uh, how little I know about Doctor Who. So new show featuring me and Dara. Anyway, so they are running through to escape the ghost. They're running through the mansion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they run through outside. <laughs> I like when they hit the peacock and it just goes. I'm like, and- um, so the one way that you can defeat a ghost is by trapping it with a, a silver mirror. Yeah. Um, so they have to find a silver mirror. So when they go back inside the mansion, they see one. It's like in this room. It's like very nice and white. But Pacifica won't let Dipper enter because it's, you know, it's this room. And if she gets mud, if he gets mud on the carpet, her parents will kill her. So she's way more concerned with being killed by her parents than she is by this crazy ghost that's I about to kill her. I feel, I actually feel really bad for Pacifica. Yeah, yeah. Like, she's like got some, like. They, she's got some family issues. Yeah. So like. Cause like I think the thing is like if they if Dipper runs in they're gonna solve the ghost problem and then they're still gonna be mad on the carpet so she's gonna get in trouble yeah so like I feel and like Dipper's like not fully understanding which like is fine but like I feel actually feel really bad for Pacifica mm-hmm. yeah Dipper's not really understanding there's some, what like, it's like there's some like mental and emotional abuse here yeah absolutely mm. but as they're kind of fighting back and forth they end up falling through one of the paintings and into this like the secret room. So kind of, it's like the secret room that that Pacifica had never seen before, uh-huh. um, and maybe the ghosts might not know where they are. But they they're they're able to find a um, silver mirror, uh-huh. and um, they kind of get out of the room. They like uh-huh. go through a window, um, and then after kind of a back and forth, they are able to trap the ghost in the mirror. Yes, P- uh, Pacifica's parents they're they're grateful that he was able to get the ghost. Um, Dipper gets ready to leave, uh, and, you know, Dipper is, uh, you know, he's not really into the party thing, so, you know, he doesn't want to... But I think Pacifica wants him to stay, because, like, she's kind of, like, getting to like him, because there's some kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, they, they're, like, warming up to each other. I kind of was calling that. I had a feeling that, like, maybe... I thought it was the end of anything where, like, Pacifica, like, always had a crush on Dipper, but, like, that obviously wasn't the case, and Dipper yeah. was, like, no scar off or whatever. Right. But, like, I I had a feeling. You did. I had an inkling. I know. I know you said something to me before in an, in an earlier episode about that. Yeah. Um. So, as but as Dipper is leaving with the mirror because he's going to go exercise it, the ghost kind of reveals his story about who he is and, and what the situation is with the Northwest Mansion. Yeah. Um, so many years ago, they um, 150 years ago, the Northwest family wanted a mansion built upon the hill, so they recruited, um, you know, the laborers, the lumberjacks, and, you know, those folk to um, build this mansion. It took them years because it was such a big feat. Mm-hmm. Um, not all of them made it. They were, you know... You can see they have, like, graves pop up at the bottom of the hill. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the the reward for building this was supposed to be that they were invited. They were going to hold a lavish party every year and invite the laborers 
um, to the party so that, you know, they can celebrate and, you know, it wouldn't be a, a class thing. Yeah. Um, but once the uh, mansion was finally built, the Northwest family was like, hello. A rich person, no, broke, a, a rich person broke their promise? Whoa. Weird. Wow. Whoa. Anyway. Um, so that's peculiar. Never heard of that before. So a mudslide came and then took the slumberjack away, and then uh, like all the because because they cut down all the trees. So then yeah, right. So they could cut down the trees. So then you know there was mm-hmm. no um, yeah, because they, they didn't have a Lorax who spoke for the trees. It's true. That that story is depressing. Absolutely. Um, so including the live, the not the live action, the the three D animation one. Uh, I don't really care about that one. Okay, but. The so lumberjack, his like um, how she comes up and it it kills him. Uh, he gets he gets cleft in twain. He gets a big old axe to the head, and I'm like, oh, that's scary. The lumberjacks were uh, he's gonna return in 150 years in exact vengeance um, until they keep their promise, which the Northwest family was aware of. So they actually knew that they actually knew of this curse um, up until till this point. Uh, so Dipper realizes that the Northwest were lying. They, he thought that this was, they, this was just like a one-time thing. They, they didn't really know why, but mm-hmm. this was actually something that they, their family caused, um, and they had every power to, to fix it. And they didn't. So Dipper's pissed. Especially it's Pacifica, because like, well, she knew this too. Right. But again, some mental abuse going on. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, while he's trying to exercise the, the mirror, well, he's got, I think the ghost trying to convince him to like, have his revenge, and I'm just like, it could have just let him have his, have his revenge to just say, like, hey, here are these three people. They're common folk. Right. Don't touch them. Right. But that's not necessarily the case. Um, so Dipper says, you know, it's like a ghost, so he wants to, to get rid of it anyway. But the ghost tricks him into releasing him, and the ghost goes to enact his revenge. Mm-hmm. And what a revenge it is. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I skipped a part. I did this in the wrong order. What happened? Uh, so Dipper confronts the Northwest family before he goes to exercise the ghost. So he's he's angry at them beforehand. Yeah. I got those two switched. Well, it's fine. It's fine. No, he's pissed at them. The end. That's a lot happens in this episode. Let's mm-hmm. see. So and then back at the party, Mabel and Candy are, are you know trying to do this tag team flirting thing mm-hmm. where they're tagging themselves in, tagging themselves out, and they're not really doing it right. His hair is just so flawless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Um, so, and then Grenda sees what they're doing and, and gets mad and gets upset. So Candy and Grenda are like, you know, Grenda, yeah, you're, you're a little, you know, you're a little over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, so Grenda is upset, then does this thing where she does it to another boy before, where she's like, you got something on your shirt and then flex, uh, flex mm-hmm. in the nose. Uh, she does this to Marius as a way to kind of get back mm-hmm. at everyone. And, um, but Marius kind of, uh, he seems like he seems kind of into it. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, but, you know, that's all well and good, though, until the ghosts return uh, to the Northwest Mansion. And gets um, his revenge. Gets his revenge. Good Lord. <laughs> the mayor, um, he, he, like, greets the ghost and he thinks it's the Grim Reaper. <laughs> I... So, yeah, I like this line here. Mayor uh, Befuffelfumpter happily greets the ghost who he thinks is the Grim Reaper, saying that he had been wondering when he would arrive. That's fair. <laughs> but the ghost has this type of magic that turns people into wood. He's like Medusa. He's like a lumberjack. He's like Medusa. Yeah, exactly. Um, so chaos ensues. And everybody gets turned to wood. 
Except for the Northwest people, because they got a panic room. Yeah, Northwest people do have a panic room. Uh, so the people get turned to wood, and the taxidermy animals come back to life. And it's kind of creepy, because you have, like, these half animals just kind of like... Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, and, like, Mabel and Candy and Grenda get turned to wood. Yeah. And they, I'm like, I don't like that. They're not safe. Nope. So, but Dipper comes back to kind of see what's, what's going on. Uh, he is able to find Pacifica... Who's sad? Um, who is? She's kind of in that back room. She's sad because she realizes she sees like the real. So that there were paintings, um, kind of in the front room and in the back. We see that you know everything in the front was a lie. So the Northwest have only like lied and cheated to get their way to the top and aren't actually have haven't accomplished the things that they they think they've accomplished. Rich rich people lie and cheat. Rich people suck. Let's say that some of them have probably worked very hard for their money. Very few. Yeah. Um, like Bill Gates, most, wor- Bill Gates worked hard, right? Sure. Did he? Um, I don't know. Sure. I don't know. Uh, that's, we, that's a whole other argument. He's the only rich guy I can think of who like seems kind of like a decent guy. Eat maybe? the rich. Maybe. Um, maybe. So we can get, there's a whole, there's a whole discussion we have about ethics and wealth. So, but we won't get into that today. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, but these rich people suck. I think we can agree on that. The but Northwest one of sounds suck. like Nathan Fillion. Yeah, but I know he sucks. God, he's such a good actor. I can, I can hate him as well. Um, but Pacifica's learning a bit, and like, yeah, Pacifica feels feels bad because you know she realizes that she kind of echoes what Dipper says earlier that she is just another link in the world's first chain, which is that's heavy hitting, man. Yeah. So, but but Dipper, you know, says that she doesn't have to be like her parents, even though you know they kind of they control her, mm-hmm. um, they try to control her. You know, she can do something different. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they kind of return to the party. Um, they see everybody is wood now. Dipper tries to uh, trap the ghost again, but he is no match, and he is turned to wood. And he uh, he has a pose which mo- which mimics the pose the shapeshifter had of him uh, in Into the Bunker, which is an f- interesting callback. Was it a little scary? Yeah, yeah a little disturbing. I was gonna say, was it the same face? Who knows? I was I was, I was trying to make a joke, and then I failed. Yes. Um, <laughs> so Pacifica. So the the curse will be lifted once the um, once a Northwest opens the gate to everybody. Mm-hmm. Because and they, she, and they should probably do that fast because the ghost has plans on burning the entire thing down. Yeah. So we want to take care of that that soon. So Pacifica realizes that she can do it, but her parents try to you know sway her against that and. Have her get into the panic room. And I'm like, parents, time and place. Like, you're even if, because, like, they're they're going to die unless your panic room's fireproof. We have enough mini sandwiches to last us a week. We'll eat the butler. But, you know, Pacifica ends up doing the right thing and is able to open the gate and break free of the curse. Yay! So then the crazy town folk of Gravity Falls enter. Um, and eat all the food. And just... Have just have a you know, rip snort and good time. Mm-hmm. But Mabel, uh, Candy, and Grenda, they are free from their, you know, being turned to wood. And so, they, you know, they all apologize to each other. And then um, Marius comes up to Grenda and mm-hmm. says that he can't stop thinking about her. Mm-hmm. He loves uh, her, you know, bold personality, her confidence, and thinks that she is probably too far out of his league. But Aww. he wants to, he wants to exchange numbers. Um, so, and Mabel and Candy are, are happy for her, and they want to be I don't think their relationship's going to work, though. 
I bet it will. I'm no, I'm not saying because like he's going to be a dick. I'm saying because of like I don't know if he's allowed to marry. No offense to Grenda, common folk. But true love. It'll be like the prince in me. <laughs> true love. Or like that weird Netflix Christmas prince movie. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. That's a thing. That's going to be a trilogy soon. I know. They're doing another one. That one involves a baby. I know. They have a royal baby one coming out. It's going to be great. Is that what? I was looking up the plot for that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I was trying to look up like, where it takes place. Yeah. I forget the name of the town. I'm assuming it's right next to Genovia. <laughs> yeah, basically. But uh, so, yeah, royal weddings are fun. Gravity Falls. So Tipper and uh, Pacifica kind of reconnect. And, you know, Pacifica is starting to, to break free from her, her parents' hold. Mm-hmm. Um, and they get mud all over the carpet. Yeah. It's great. Good for them. But, you know, as the episode kind of winds down, we see things are just starting to speed back up because McGucket is at the party. Mm-hmm. And he just seems to, you know, be in his crazy old prospector-like self. Yeah, but he's like, I fixed the laptop. But he comes up. He he pulls Dipper aside. He gets kind of serious, um, which is like, you know, it's, you know, it's. Real when the gucket's getting serious, and he tells he tells Tipper that he fixed the laptop, and you know there's something big going on. It's going to happen soon, and he thinks it's going to be the apocalypse, the end times. And apparently, um, it's coming in like twenty. It's like less than a day. And Dipper is like, "Hey, let's just enjoy the party for now. We'll talk about it later." But we see there is a countdown on the the computer, mm-hmm. um, and there's only twenty one hours. So something's happening. And it's happening soon. And we see, like, a picture that looks like Satan. Yeah, and then so there's, like, a tapestry mm-hmm. behind them um, where you see this kind of triangle guy that people are, are bowing to. And it looks, you know, it, it's scary looking. It feels it has very this, like, stark red and black satanic imagery to it. I'm concerned. I think it's going to be fine. I think it's it's fine. So, I assume it's going to be fine because we're only halfway through the season. So, but, like, something real is going to happen, and we don't know what that is um mm-hmm. but it's something something serious so mm-hmm. something serious is about to happen it's about to happen fast we don't have much time is the machine left. gonna start up i don't know well i mean i do know uh, you do know but i'm not gonna tell you okay uh and so and we'll give you our reaction to that mm-hmm. next time <laughs> yes and i'm so excited gotta so, wait a whole week gotta wait gotta wait some time and then the the post uh the credits scene is is um Agent Trigger and Agent Powers, who are who are uh, disguised at the party, mm-hmm. um, they're coming in to kind of touch base about things. I like how the one he the Nick Offerman character has a fake mustache over his mustache. It's really <laughs> good. It's really good. Oh, I was I was just thinking about the next episodes. Like, yeah, we haven't seen that much stance and karaoke. Yeah, that's a good point. Interesting. I that is a very interesting point that you just brought up. Yes. And he seems to be, he's, he seems like he's working on stuff. It seems like things are happening. It seems like things are happening even though we can't see he's them He's learning happening. how to bake yeah. so that he can move to England and go on the Great British Bake Off. I am so supportive of him. He's learning how to make sure that, like, his bottoms aren't soggy <laughs> and his pastries are nice and crisp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And his biscuits have a good snap. I hope he learns how to make a good macaron. Those are, those are key. Those are hard to make. Those are hard to make. Oh. I have not successfully made a macaron. Why don't you just get a recipe? Um, oh, I've used a recipe. I, and it's, it still fails? It's hard, yeah. It's, um, I can't make a good meringue. I haven't mastered the art of making a meringue yet. 
Meringues I want to learn how to make a meringue. It looks hard, though. Meringues are very hard. Yeah. You got you to gotta get it just right. Um, so what did you think of this episode, Dara? It was better than the last one. Yeah? So I, I really like this episode. Um, I like the I like the kind of the creepiness feel of it. Um, I love the ghost stuff. I think the ghost stuff is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially, like, my mind is repeatedly blown by what they got away with in this episode of having like blood drip down from uh, animals eyes and mouth um that wouldn't be funny if like somebody got to like one of their mouth and they're like ketchup <laughs> right exactly yeah just like the ghost is, is creepy and, and this like they're chanting like ancient sins and and um yeah this this episode gets kind of dark but like in a funny and interesting way um, yeah I really like this kind of like and and Dipper kind of stepping out into his own is like this kind of you know, becoming an expert in like this this type of field. <laughs> um, so that that was fun. It was like the the noir aspect is just a really fun genre to kind of dabble in with, yeah. especially with these characters. Um, so yeah, any other thoughts? No. Okay. Cool. Um, well, you know, it seems like you know, and it seems like at the end of this episode things are about to to really heat up. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So I'm just going to go over and we're just going to hit some trivia before we wrap things up and then eventually we'll go on to the the comment corner. Mm -hmm. So let's see. The shortened version of the theme song debuted this episode. Yeah. It was like, yeah, they wanted to to jam in as much as they could so they shortened up the theme song, which I found interesting. That's fair. I'll give them that. According to Alex Hurst, the episode was never supposed to be named Northwest Mansion Noir. Um, Interesting. What was it supposed to be called then? Uh... Northwest Mansion Mystery. Oh. I didn't think you really get that much of a noir vibe. Hmm. Like, you think noir is, like, kind of black and white and, like, stares and glares and, like, like black and whitish. I mm. think. Or more like a set mystery. Like, this kind of just felt more like a horror fantasy. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Like, more paranormal. It was, like, kind of so, like, noir ghostbustery. Even, yeah. Um, so, neither Stan nor Seuss appear uh, in this episode. Uh, this is the only full-length episode in which Stan does not appear. Ooh. Uh, originally, Seuss was meant to appear in some form, but was left out due to time constraints. That's fair. Oh, interesting. The timer on the laptop shows 21 hours of disaster, referencing the respective number of days between this episode and the next. 21 days or hours? I thought it was 21 hours. I thought it so, days? too. It looked like the way it was counting down. It looked like hours. Hours. Apparently, it's days. Ah. Well, something's happening. Uh, The design for one of Pacifica's formal wear includes red gloves to symbolize the blood on her family's hands. I actually knew this one before I read this. I had seen it somewhere. So I think they had to change it so it looks more purple. I think we could be fair. Technically, those parents probably didn't do anything. Well, eh, debatable. Anyway. Yeah, they're part of the line, though. They they still had a... Anyway, but um, no, they're still... Hey, rich people. But yeah, so I didn't know that before that they had designed it with, she had like these red gloves that's supposed to be like blood on her hands, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting. Let's see, cryptograms. Cryptogram in the credits reads, let's see. Next up on used to be about History Channel, did aliens write the Constitution? Crawdads and tiaras and Florida, the show. <laughs> um, God, I'm so surprised. There, is there any reality shows based in Florida? Probably. I think there I think was, that was one, at some point. There was like that one based in Gainesville. Yeah. Which is weird because like I've never, I've been to Gainesville. I've never seen that part of Gainesville. Yeah. Well, Florida, you know. Disney World's nice. Disney World is nice. I, I mean, granted, like we bash Disney, but like we still give them our money. It's true. Uh, we're watching the show. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I, I lived in Florida for eight years. And then the- was it Was it bad? No, I actually really enjoyed it. Okay, then. Miss it sometimes. Um, so the and the the end slate um, says uh, is kind of a phrase that we you know has 
sometimes appears some places. Um, it says, Stan is not what he seems. Stan is not what he seems. Stan is not what he seems. I thought we concluded that. So, but we just want to reiterate it. So, Dara. Huh? We are about... Our next episode is going to be kind of a big one. Um, so before we we kind of conclude with this, I want to know what all your current theories are about um, the big mysteries of Gravity okay. Falls. So Stan was trying to research stuff about Gravity Falls. I think the reason Gravity Falls is the way it is because there's some kind of like hellmouth thing where there is something weird and people and magical, creepy, paranormal things are just drawn to it. That's my theory about why it's so weird. Mm-hmm. There's just a weird Hellmouth thing, and maybe the triangle thing kind of like gets through the, you know, Hellmouth thing. Stan and William Franklin Cipher, that's his okay. name. William and Franklin, so I love it. Love it. Were uh, buddies who were a team of researchers, and they were trying to figure this out. They hired McGucket to like help out a bit, mm-hmm. and then at some point, either Cipher went a bit crazy, or he got like blown up, a la Doctor Manhattan, and then became Bill Cipher. Mm. in that kind of form and maybe became some kind of a god and I think and like they're trying to build this machine but that's what it caused and I think that maybe Stan maybe not villainy type but maybe a little bit is trying to build back this machine maybe to get his buddy back okay yeah because again I don't think Stan's a bad like no matter what like you're saying he's not what he seems like obviously he's lying about something right but I don't think he's a bad guy Right. I think he's just somebody who believes that what he's doing is right. Maybe it is supposed to like help the world or something. So you think he he's he's working hard um, to get like somebody he really cares about back. So he's not he's not bad. He's doing it for for a good purpose. Yeah, or he's doing it. I, I, and maybe there's also some other like ulterior motive mm-hmm. that to him seems right, but I think somehow that's going to cause harm to Dipper and Maple. Okay, and he's going to realize that he's wrong. Huh. Interesting. Um, and so so wait, do you think? Stan wrote the journals, or they or Bill wrote the journal. I think they both wrote the journal. They co-wrote the journal. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just want to make sure I was clear on that. Um, okay. Great. How wrong am I, guys? Oh, I gotta. <laughs> I'm gonna be able to read the comments to figure out how people think how wrong people think I am. Yeah. Or not think I am. They know I am because by the time this episode comes out, I will have seen these. So you I have can, seen yeah the next. So the be next able to read two. the comments and be like, oh, you were like this amount wrong. Yeah, so yeah, from from here on out we we can kinda foil some of some of these. Are we gonna but not, spoil the, not the finale. Not the not the finale stuff. Yeah. I mean just like the stuff that happens in the next um two episodes. So I'm very excited. So you guys can spoil the next two episodes because I'll have seen them by that point. Yeah. Um so let's well if we're good with that, and I think those are some great theories, um, Dara. I'm really excited to to kind of show this off to you. But before that, you wanna get to a comment corner? Yes. Uh, we might do this slightly quickly because uh, we're really hungry, guys. We're really hungry. Okay. And you guys, like, we love you guys, but food. Oh. Um, I, okay, so we can finally read this now that um, we, we saw Society of the Blind Eye. Here's, we're going to read the comments from Into the Bunker. Okay. Um, uh, Ivy Inkwell says, here's a poem I made up to hint on who is F. Enjoy. Let's see. Once addressed by a student man, never understood by Stan, once dragged a child to a darkened alley, should be in prison, but isn't, sadly. You want to know why no one sees the weirdness buried underneath. He knew it all, but doesn't now. Please, oh please, do not ask how. They'll find you, and they'll they'll make sure that you don't remember what you've heard. You want to see all that's been hidden from the eyes of whom the town is ridden? Then see the flashes of blue and white. They'll make sure you'll forget it all overnight. If he only accepted these events, he could have avoided the punishments. Now they keep it under wraps. Now forevermore, this man is trapped. 
So, like, badass poem. Uh, thanks, Ivy. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so that's a little bit more, and I didn't want you to read that because you probably, I'm not sure if you would have figured it out, but I, you know, we, I, no, I didn't read it, it so. Um, but that's a poem about, a little bit more about a Fiddleford H. McGucket. So wait, was it his laptop? I actually don't know who's whose laptop. That's I why, like I, said, that's why I said William Franklin Cipher. William Franklin. Okay, that's, I like that, though. I like that. <laughs> Talus Guy says, hey, Talus Guy, I feel like it's been a while since we've heard from you. Um, says, famous Disney character name begins with F. Better hope it's not Frollo. I know. I True. read that and I'm like, you're right. I'm, so, I'm so stupid. <laughs> that's, I mean. No, that's, that's, that's a good one. Though. Oh, that was, I'm like, you're right. I'm like, God damn it. And I think somebody else had a bunch of other ones. Short for says the first one I come to mind was Figaro, the cat from Pinocchio, who was also at times Minnie Mouse's cat. That's true. True. I forgot about Figaro. Emmett McFly, 55, uh, gives me a nice compliment. Says, I have to applaud Keelan's efforts at being able to describe and discuss all these episodes without accidentally spoiling anything. It's hard, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard, but it's a lot. Of, I, I have so much fun with it, Like, actually. it was fun considering, like, with, um, like, Legend of Korra. Like, I'd watched, like, I think, like, the pilot episode, and then I knew the ending. So, yeah. like... There was some stuff, yeah, I didn't know, but like there was, like I knew the, I knew some stuff. You knew some stuff, yeah. So it was like, but this was different because I didn't know anything, mm-hmm. and like I even, I think when I first described to you the plot, I was like dead wrong. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> uh, Vladislav Karasek says, uh, "Why did you leave out the internet history joke? That one's the best." I think that's, uh, I think Dipper mentions that if he dies to delete his internet history, which is funny. I'm at, um, just okay. to make the cut. Some, yeah, sometimes things don't make the cut. We can't show the whole episode. Yeah, yeah, that and also like, I do like I think because I edited this one, it depends on like our reaction. So if we didn't react, I'm not putting it in. Mm-hmm. So sorry. And oh yeah, Shorefrost continues with the Disney characters who start with F: a Figaro, a Flounder from Little Mermaid, yeah. Fred, Big Hero Six, Frozone, Incredibles, uh, Flick from A Bug's Life, and Four, Dipper's Clone. Very nice. Um, right. The, the owner of the laptop, all of them, obviously. <laughs> Why didn't I think of Flounder? I know. That we, was, we really, we really we brain did. farted there. Um, I'm just mad about like Frollo and Flounder mainly. <laughs> I'm not surprised about Figaro. Right, right. Figaro's a good name for a pet. Figaro, Figaro. It is. That is a very good name for a pet. So, and James Wilson says, uh, I figured this was the episode where S&P finally gave up. Uh, so we get the gun, uh, the tongue ripping, Dipper motor, <laughs> motorboating Wendy. <laughs> When he slams slams into her. Um, oh, yeah. And a 12-year-old boy literally taking an axe to a 15-year-old girl. Yeah, whatever. Just make the blood green, okay? We're going out for a drink. After this, SMP's heart just wasn't in it. I, I think that's accurate. Uh, Especially after this episode. And Talis Guy adds on to that, says the storyboard had the boom face plant scene going on for a lot longer, and SMP made them trim it back to the version that ended up in the episode. By this point, the creative team had realized that they could get away with most of what they wanted if they intentionally pushed things much march too far for SMP and let SMP argue them down to only going slightly too far rather than going slightly too far for SMP and trying to convince them to let the light slightly too far moments stay in the episode. So they, they knew they put too much that they knew it wasn't going to get away so they could get what they actually wanted by. What was in the storyboards for this episode? Oh, great question. I don't know. Um, let us know guys. Cause if I don't you know because like, how did they get away with this? How? Uh, James Wilson says, been subscribed for a while. Hey, I know. We see your comments. I love your comments. They're great. May I suggest uh, the horror movie this episode was based on John Carpenter's The Thing? Ooh. Yeah. Like you say in your PSA about the lanternfly, if you see it, kill it. 
the more you know. Gravity Falls. Um, and then Zom says, such a good movie. And I'm scared. I've seen, I've actually like seen, not the movie, the thing, but like a picture of the thing. And it terrified me. He's accurate. I haven't actually seen the thing, but I want to. I've seen the, I've seen a little bit of the the, the thing thing. And I'm like, ah. Well, the idea is that it's like a shape-shifting monster. Yeah. So, that's right. accurate. So, uh, scary. Okay, my goodness. So, but with that, I think we should, uh, we should close this out and get some snacks so we can pre- mentally prepare ourselves for the next episode. I'm sure nothing illogical is going to happen. I'm sure it's just going to be some, like, some good it's old... be lighthearted fun. Yeah. Um, so, but if you are enjoying this, um, if you're watching on YouTube, you can always, like, leave a comment, because we love to read those on the show, and subscribe to us so you can always know when we're posting new stuff, and we would love to see you there. If you are listening to this, we are on iTunes. You can take our episodes on the go. You can find us under first reaction fan reaction or under witty clothes just search for either of those and we will pop up um you can subscribe to us there you know you can write to us you can leave us reviews and we'll try to read those um if you want to get in contact with us through other means you can always tweet at us we are on twitter at witty clothes follow us on facebook we are witty clothes productions on there you can send us an email if you want to we are witty clothes at gmail.com and if you want to throw somebody our way because we love what we do and we'd love to keep doing it for, for longer. Follow us on Patreon. We are witty clothes on there. And I think I covered everything. Yet. Yeah, I think you did. All right. Well, if that's all we have for today, we're going to take a break and we will see you next time where we're going to be covering Gravity Falls on the back half of season one with episode season two. 11. Season two. God damn it. I do that every time. <laughs> season two with episode 11, not what he seems. And if we survive that, maybe we'll watch another one. All right. Until well, we're next gonna time. we're going to watch episode 12. Yep. Until next time. I'm Ken Clothier. I'm Dara Whitman. Peace. Peace.